Welcome to Beyond Bite Wings, the business side of dentistry, brought to you by Edwards & Associates PC. Join us as we discuss how to build your dental practice, optimize your income, and plan for your future. This podcast is distributed with the understanding that Edwards & Associates PC is not rendering legal, accounting, or professional advice. Listeners should consult with their business advisors before acting on any of the information that is shared. At Edwards & Associates PC, our business is the business of dentistry. For help or more information, visit our website at enassociates.com. Welcome to this episode of Beyond Bite Wings. And Ash is on a well-deserved vacation, so he's not joining us today. But I have Robert Edwards with us, of course, as usual. Hello. And I'm Lynn Ledbetter, and we have a special guest who I'll introduce in just a moment. But Robert, of course, you know our tagline is business side of dentistry. And we decided early on that we were not going to venture into the world of clinical dentistry. And we've done pretty good at keeping true to that. But today we're going to dance a little bit close to the line. Well, I think it's time. People need to know some of these things. So, Well, and we're going to talk about CRAC and CAD CAM technology, and so that's why it's sort of on the clinical side. But we're going to talk about how it can boost your top line, how it can boost your net income, some of the tax ramifications. And fortunately, our guest is qualified to tackle any of the clinical aspects, unlike the two of us. I was going to say, it's not the accountants talking about (laughs) it. We actually have a doctor here. That's right. So (laughs) our guest today is Dr. Peter Hazim. He is actually one of my very favorite clients, so I'm very excited Uh, to have him here. He has a well-established, respected practice in what was a small community and now a bustling community in North Texas. And not too many years ago, he implemented a CIRAC CAD CAM technology in his office and quickly became pretty passionate about how it has transformed things around his his practice. So we're going to talk to him about that today. So it's nice to have you with us. Well, thank you guys for having me. It's nice. So, Robert, take it away. Well, you know, my first question is, based on the experience that I've had with clients that have had the CAD CAM technology, and I guess my question is, what makes you different from a lot of them who never implemented it? They bought the machine, it sat in a corner and gathered dust until they called me and asked me to see if I could sell it for them. So, how did you find so much success by buying the machine, implementing it, doing the training. I mean, tell me what happened. What did you do? What made you buy the machine in the first place? Well, like I always believe like you have always to evolve and implement new technology in your practice. So I had the opportunity to go to Frank Spear and listen to him lecturing over the years. And they have a CIRAC. I always like everybody heard about the CIRAC and the the scanner, the imaging and all these things. So I had the opportunity to talk to one of the instructors at the Scottsdale in Arizona, and we saw the application, and they have a lecture talking about the CIRAC, what can we use it for, and I love the idea of having that precision and the control over your treatment. So I made the decision to invest and buy this CIRAC, and it happened before COVID. Yes, and it did. I know, it's like right three months before COVID. Yes. I said, oops, like maybe that was not a <laughs> <laughs> Great timing. The, the great timing. <laughs> but uh, after we, we shut down for seven weeks, but once we came back, it was, the, there, is, there is always learning curve to these technology. And uh, it makes your your preparation even 
you have to pay more attention to your preparation because if the machine doesn't see it, you're not going to have a good crown. Okay. So I love uh, the control over my cases. I know it fits. It's like uh, I now I, I it's very how do I say it like at ease doing the restoration because I know I have no problem with the fitting of it. Right. So you're comfortable with it. Very comfortable. Okay. Okay. So so had you pretty much mastered it by the time the practice shut down for COVID or did you use that time to sort of learn the machine and and its workings? Well, I we we took a lot of uh, webinar and <laughs> during COVID, okay. and we were listening good, to a good lot of good use of, of your time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still remember the those days. So yes, but it's uh, you have to ha it's a hands on things like you have to learn from your mistake. You have to remake uh, few restoration at the beginning. Okay, but it is amazing the precision and especially the new generation prime scan with the Cirac. It is amazing the precision of uh, this. Again, you have to have good prep. Okay. And you have to see these preps and in order for the machine to produce that kind of restoration. Well, and you keep using the word precision. And one of the complaints I had from a lot of clients back when was that they couldn't match the margins that they were getting from their labs. So you're talking like the, the, the margin from the lab more accurate? Yes. Well, I see the opposite in like, again, if I don't know the, the older generation, uh, Surak, I, I cannot speak uh, on their behalf, but if let's put it this way, if the camera or the scanner sees your margin, again, they have, it has to be clean, pristine. The, the, the camera has to see it and you're going to be drawing your margin. So after you prep the restoration, you, you know where you put your margin, you know? So now you have, this is the control that I love right. having right. over sending it to the lab. And mm -hmm. sometimes they guesstimate. <laughs> <when you're laughs> and watching. sometimes you have to redo them, right? Oh, yeah. At the lab. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So now it's like, it changed my practice, the way how I do dentistry. So not fundamentally, but like uh, the, the way of the flow. And uh, like uh, if you're doing a bit large filling, sometimes you said, well, it's too large. Let's do convert that to an onlay or inlay. So, and the patient doesn't have to come back. Right. I love this. So one visit. One visit. Great. You can do it in one visit and that's it. And especially too for uh, temporary restoration. So you can do the wax up, scan it do it off that way it's like there's a lot of application that you can use that machine to help your practice okay and do you use it for just certain teeth or do you do any tooth with it uh, typically the anterior teeth like uh, you can use it and again there is a learning curve i'm still early and i i've done some anterior restoration but i send these still to the lab you can do them obviously and now they have different blocks that they have, like the shade is not uh, monochromatic. There is multiple shades in the, inside the block. So, but st I still, I send the case, cosmetic, big cosmetic cases to the lab so they can cut back the porcelain. And, but a lot of dentists there, if they, with the experience, yes, you can do your anterior restoration and you can shade, do the, the customized shading in the, in your office with the oven. So okay. it's feasible. Yes. But I don't do it at this time. 
And are there different materials that you buy the blocks in, or is there just one basic no, material? No, no, there is different material. Different materials, different okay. Material. Yeah, okay. there is zirconium, there is uh, Emacs, there is a lot of hybrid between both. So there is a lot of material and temporary material if you want to do temporary restorations, yes. Okay. And how has this affected your, your lab fees that you pay? Yes, so... Like uh, to me, it uh, I I'm sure there is uh, there is return on investment because you're not paying for the lab, but to me in my practice, ultimately I see what's the best for my patients, and the te- you have to pay the fee. This is expensive technology, but I think the return to me it is the the peace of mind that you have from the this good fitted restoration so yes i don't i don't know exactly they say you have to do 15 restoration for you to justify 15 crowns a month to break even to break even with your lab but to me it's not about that but yes there is this aspect of it well, well, I can I can speak to that for a moment, actually. Okay. Because I've looked at some of the numbers in his practice. And, of course, there is an increased dental supply cost because of the blocks, and we don't have that factored into these numbers. Mm-hmm. But the, just the lab cost dropped about 65% wow. from year one to year two. So that in and of itself. Now, again, this is a very raw number and, and not complete reality, but that piece alone paid for a third of the machine. Okay. So you're talking about once you factor, you know, increased patient flow because there's not two visits and things like that. And when you factor in depreciation and savings on the interest rate, on the interest you're paying. And the tax savings. Yeah. And that's what I meant to say. I don't know what <laughs> I said. Then you're talking just over a couple of years to, to basically recoup the cost of the machine. Uh, speaking of the cost of the machine, how much are they now these days? I think I spend around 150000 He thinks correctly. Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I should have asked your accountant. <laughs> so it was a brand new machine too. So yeah, they have this. Uh, you yeah. should have called us. We might have had I a know. use. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's worth every penny. And it's like every technology, once you have it, you cannot go back no matter how much you have to pay for the support, the blogs. Right. And so you get dependent, you get uh, on this technology. Yeah. So I I realize you bought it just before the pandemic or a few months before the pandemic, but how long from the time you purchased it to the time you really felt like you were trained on it and started using it comfortably? Well, I would say it took me maybe a month. Oh. That is not bad. No, not at all. I expected you to say, I don't know, three or six months. I I wish I could say that about my software. (laughs) (laughs) The the reason why, before I invested into the CIRAC, and you you know, Lynn and Robert, I bought another, before that, just a scanner. So I was like scanning all my prep with that scanner. So I was comfortable with the, like with the with the camera and mm-hmm. taking scanning uh, scan instead of impression. So you had already mastered a piece of it, basically. Yes, I knew that I want to go that direction. Mm-hmm. So before I invest in the Cirac, so I invested in a scanner, and then I tran or transition to the Cirac. Right. Okay, that's great, outstanding. Anything else that we can tell listeners cost wise that they should take into account 
with the machine or how it's going to affect their practice? Well, I know the biggest question we get is how, how can I write this off and what are the tax implications? And, and, and that is a good question, but the first question is really how do you finance it? Because if you don't title it right when you finance it, it is it has the potential to limit that tax deductibility. So, okay. yeah, and, and not in all practices, not in all entities. It depends on your entity type and your you know tax basis, which people love me to bring up the words tax basis. But if, if you're not careful, if you don't do it properly, you could limit the deduction in the first year. So right now under the current tax laws, who knows what may change right. in the coming administration. But in the current tax laws, if you structure it properly, you can write off 100% of the cost of the equipment in the first year. In certain situations, there are limitations, but for the, for the majority of situations, you would be able to write it off either in the first year or a portion in the first year, or your your last option is over five years. That's the stand route, which nobody really wants. People want the big $150,000. Sure. That was the yeah. only year Dr. Hazim liked me, right? I told him he was getting a diary. But... Of course. <laughs> so uh, that's what everyone wants. Of course, you're still paying generally for that piece of equipment for the next five years. I've never seen anyone pay cash for it. They're always financed. But of course, you can't beat the interest rates right now. So that's not a problem. That's true. I always liked you, Lena Robert. This is why it's not, <laughs> <laughs> that was, like I have to say, it was it's a pleasure working with you guys. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, thank, thank you. you. Uh, I know you can, I, I've told people in the past, and it's maybe a little misleading, but I've said, you know, you can actually write off more than 100% of the cost of the machine because you can write off the machine and you also write off the interest on the loan to buy the machine. That's true. So you're actually deducting more than 100% of the cost. And the tax savings are probably, for most people, about a third of the cost. Yeah, I would say, generally speaking, if you're you're an established practice that is in a financial position to be looking at a CIRAC, you are most likely going to be saving about a third of the cost in tax. Yeah, super. What else can you tell us about the CIRAC and how it's affected your practice? Is there anything we've missed? Well, the the patient, the patient love this, the fact that they don't have to come back. Yeah. They, Everybody's so busy. It's Nobody, all about convenience. Time, right. Yeah. Yes. And at the, at the beginning, you think, oh, you have to wait a lot. But it is so fast that by the time you do a couple hygiene checks, the front office asks you a couple of questions. They tell you the crown is ready. Wow. Yes. So it is amazing how... And the patient l- loved the idea that there is no impression in their mouth. Yes. There's, yeah, so, I would love that. Yeah. yeah so I, I remember that feeling. <laughs> so n- now I don't even take alternate impression, mm. even for my night guards. Just scan the people, send it to the lab. Wow. Get the impression back. So I know the night guard is going to fit <laughs> perfectly. Right. So there's no rocking, no- nothing. So I use it to everything I can. So, and I'm gonna go back to the spear to have more training because you can do implant, restore uh, your implant restoration. So yeah, there's a lot of learning ahead of me that I have to- Not worried. Yeah, so we'll we'll see in the future, but so far I love the machine. So even though you've had the machine now for a year and a half, there's still a lot of training Ongoing? Well, yes, they are. Sorry, uh, other implementations, oh, other yeah. uses for it. Okay. Yes, I'm sure I don't use uh, <laughs> the full capacity of the Surat. No, it's just like our software. Mm-hmm. We're yes, not, just not yes. fully mm-hmm. utilizing it. Okay, I got it. <laughs> yeah, I can relate so, to that. So yeah, so now that COVID is now the number are better. So yes. we, I, we hope. We hope. <laughs> yes. We hope it's behind us. Yes. No, this other variants, but anyway, so I will be going to 
Arizona to have, I think they have two in Atlanta and Arizona, but I'm comfortable with Arizona to have uh, more training. And, and you want to mention the, 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 who's doing the training? The training is done by uh, Surak and they have uh, SuraqDoctor.com. I think this is what, uh, but it is the, the same because I go every year to Spear, Frank Spear. So mm -hmm. it, I'm used to that area. So I love going to, beside the point, I love going to Frank Spear every year. It gives you a lot of <laughs> uh, information. Mm -hmm. And so it's a constant learning to me, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Now, can you also use the CIRAC for multiple unit? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, yes, you can. Because I heard you mention onlays and inlays, and I guess I didn't know that it could be used for that. Yes. I, I always just think of the CIRAC and a single crown. Yes, uh, single crown is the most we use it for, but uh, you can use it for bridge. You can use it uh, zirconia bridge. You can do zirconia mm -hmm. bridges. You can do uh, temporary, multiple unit yep. temporary bridge. Yep. There is bigger blocks. I think 52, th th there is bigger block that can accommodate longer span bridge okay. to for you to use yep. it. So That's great. So it sounds like you're, you're utilizing it to its full extent possible. Not yet, but mm -hmm. I'm gonna try to. <laughs> okay, well good, great. Lynn? I, I don't have anything else, no other questions. I think he's covered everything I had. Dr. Hazim, anything you wanna add? Well, thank you for having me over. And, it was a pleasure. Uh, absolutely, uh, again, I've been working with you guys for years, like 20 years so far. Uh, I don't know. You're not that old. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I thought, well. We certainly yes, are. I, I know, I know. Yeah, I said, you're not that, not me. <laughs> well, thank you guys for having me. Sure. I appreciate thank you that. very much for coming. I hope it wasn't too uncomfortable today. No, no. <laughs> Always comfortable with you guys. Thank you so much. Well, good. So you want to tell people how to get in touch with us if they have questions? You would if you knew that. Huh? I sure would if I was prepared. I Let me see. Saying. What did Ash say? Info at ianassociates.com. That is correct. Okay. Thanks for everyone joining us with the podcast today. Until next time, it's Robert Edwards, Lynn Ledbetter, and Dr. Peter Hazim. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for being here today. Thanks for listening today. Be sure to subscribe to Beyond Bite Wings on your favorite podcast platform. For more info, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, or reach out to us on our website. You can also shoot us an email at info at eandassociates.com.